welcome to Amateur Parenting Babble. I'm Monica. I'm Chris. And welcome to our show where we take you on our parenting journey. Just two crazy kids trying to raise our crazy kid, one dirty diaper at a time. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, guys. We're recording to you from the past and broadcasting to you in the future. Isn't Yay. that weird? So it is Monday. Um... Our message to you is kill it this week. It's going to be awesome. Positivity. It's going to be amazing. You're going to have a great week. Get that coffee ready. Don't let the uh, gloomy weather get you down. Yeah, it's supposed to rain on Wednesday, I believe. But other than that. Still go, you know... uh, Do your workouts and... Yeah. Every every day is a new day to have that New Year's resolution. Seize the carp. How about that? Just seize the carp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, And for our listener listening in Belgium, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, We don't know the weather over there, man, but I mean, have a a good one. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take this time because we actually just got this like new feature on our thing. And I'm sure for people who like know the podcast, I guess, world know that you could do, but we just found out like that we can see where people are listening to us from, which... Everyone, whether it be, you know, my sister or anybody, anybody else around the world, we saw that people are listening to us like in New York and stuff like that. And it was so cool to see that. Like, it's just a really cool thing. Um, and yeah, I guess there's four streams in Belgium of yeah, our podcast, there, and which there, is so and there cool. There was also four in South Korea, which is dope. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. But we digress. Um, we're coming back to you today, uh, with a, Brand new episode. Yay. Yeah. And uh, so Monica and I were chit-chatting. Um, we were kind of going back and forth, you know, just like sharing experiences and stuff like that. And um, we got to go on like, why don't we just talk about like the Latino uh, parenting, not not parenting, but like being raised by Latinos just in general. We're, we wanted to talk about that. Um, so here we are. And that's what we're going to talk about, you know, uh, how we were raised, you know, what the differences between us and other uh Cultures, just other cultures, other cultures and traditions and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that also came up only because, um, obviously I'm a, uh, I'm a Latina, um, of yes, a Latina background. And so is Chris. I'm Latino. Yeah. And, um, and actually when we, Chris posted up on our Instagram about, you know, any suggestions, this actually came up a lot. A lot of people kind of wanted to talk about this. And I think that this topic is really heavy, um, heavy in the fact that it's like, I mean, we could be here for two hours talking about it because there's just so many ins and outs of it. I mean, you know, and and so we just decided we're like, let's just let's just start talking about it. That'd be dope. So here we are. Yeah. No, my thing is, is just as long as we're talking about it, as long as they're dialogue, because I've noticed, I mean, not noticed, but I mean, Instagram is raising people. You know what I mean? Like, cause like right now, you know, with COVID and everything, you know, parents are going back to work, but kids still are at school. So, you know, they're kind of just doing their homework on their own and all that stuff. And most of these people have Instagram, kids have Instagrams and stuff and Instagram's kind of doing the raising. And I mean, if you're an adult or, you know, you have an Instagram and you, you kind of just, I wouldn't say raising. Well, I'm just, I I mean, I'm providing that info. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's kind of a scary place. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's a, it's, it's, um, it's filling in those little gaps. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, if you know, I mean, Latinos are very hard in like, there's a, there's a lot of machismo, which is, you yes. know, we have a lot of faults. Um, and I think that, I think that it's a really big thing to change this narrative of, you know, how we yep. do things and why we do things. Cause a lot of times when you ask, why do we do these things? We don't really know. So, or, or just like the butt of any jokes. Cause I mean like, so I grew up, uh, in a predominantly, uh, white area 
And uh, it, it, I mean, the the kind of like the gates were busted open once they find out I was Mexican. Not that they found out, but I mean, my last name's you know very yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like they it was the butt of the joke. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you got like what? How many brothers and sisters? You got like twelve brothers and sisters? Or like, and I remember like my coach telling me one time he's like he, he was like using his whistle. He's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to physically whistle because you know like ten of Chris's friends are gonna pop out of the bushes like nothing. I'm like, damn, bro, like yeah. alright, chill. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of like um, stereotypes and yeah. all of that stuff that kind of come with, you know, that uh, obviously, you know, a lot of them are pretty, um, I don't know how to say, I guess just like, I mean, they're inappropriate for sure. I mean, and it's hard because when you're growing up and you don't know about it, obviously you're not going to, you don't really know who to talk to. You don't know that. I mean, I, I've encountered so many things and up until now, now that I'm older, I realize like, man, that was a pretty racist comment that, that was said about me. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, you know, in my twenties, I'm expected to already have like three or four kids and all that stuff, yeah, you know? I think and that, it's I, like, I think that one is kind of like the, uh, the butt of the joke, but I mean, there's, you could, you could look at it either, either way you can go negative or positive. And the way I see it, it's kind of like, dude, we're, our, our culture is so rooted in family. And I know that firsthand uh, because um, because of my family, you know, um, uh, it's one it's one of those things where like a lot of people don't get that like it's not it's not uncommon for a grandparent or or you know like three generations in a household. It's not uncommon, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Grandparents living with their kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. found like a lot of people were just kind of confused, but not a lot of people were confused. But like when they saw that, they're kind of just like, "What?" You know what I mean? It's it's very foreign to them. But like for us, it's like we don't even bat an eye, like type deal. You know what I mean? Imagine yeah. like you know what I mean? You're at your tia's house, and all of a sudden, like you know, another tia or tia is staying there. Or, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. as opposed to like other people are like, what, you let them stay at your house? Like, yeah, how, like how, how, you're like, yeah, dude. As far as like my family goes, like, I don't know anybody that actually went to like a daycare or anything like that. That's like not a thing. Like you are, right. you know, it's usually your grandparents watching you oh, or, it's or heavily your or like an aunt and uncle or, you know, I remember like my sister, you know, my aunt you know, took care of her for years and okay. stuff. And then, you know, I, I remember being with my grandma. I remember, you know, my parents used to go to work super early. Yep. So I would get dropped off really early with my grandma. And my grandma was the one that would actually like walk us to elementary school and stuff like that. So that was like a big thing. But, yeah. but just to go back on that topic, like of like, you know, people saying that, oh my God, yeah, you're Latino. So you're bound to have all these kids. And right. a big thing, which I want to touch on because I think it's such a big thing is that, you know, Latino parents do not talk to their kids about sex. <laughs> that is so big. Oh, we're jumping right in there. Okay. Yeah. So I think that it's, and there's a huge misconception of, of contraception. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that it's so bad for you. And obviously like, you know, our parents, especially like Chris and I were around the same age. So, you know, growing up in the eighties or, you know, our parents, obviously like there was a lot about, you know, birth control that, you know, that was said and a lot of misinformation, a lot of misinformation or lack of information. Yeah. Lack of, I would say. Yeah. But, um, and also uh, not to say that it wasn't true. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of contraception that, you know, was bad for people and then they were unable to conceive and things of that sort. But I mean, that's been around for so long. So it's like, to me, it's always been, it's been, it's been kind of weird that it's like such a taboo uh, subject for, uh, for Latinos. I mean, mostly one, I, I think personally, it's like uh, Catholicism is like heavy in our culture, oh, heavy, yeah. heavily rooted. So it's kind of like a taboo just to talk about sex in general. But I mean, it's weird because 
it's all around us. Like just, just breaking down what we said, like the, the, Oh yeah, you have eight brothers and sisters or whatever. You know, it just, just this, if you break that down to like its simplest form, it's like, damn, that's a lot of sex going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sexuality is all around us, but yet we don't talk about it, which is weird. You know what I mean? And that, that to me, at least that's, that leads to like sneakiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Those two, those two Mexican kids were having sex in the car or, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the car sex or like the, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. it, it bushes and stuff like that. I mean, not that, I mean, whatever, like, like whatever your, was was your fancy or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, I think that that lack of communication leads to, like, you know, like, it's either like, okay, don't have sex, but if you do have sex, you have to keep the baby. Yeah, and it's like it's like very like what what, 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 what like there's like, a very and yeah and yeah, it's and weird, it's yeah. and 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 it all ties into like like you said, you know, with like religion and stuff. So it's like if you do get pregnant, it's like you are shunned. You know, but then if you even think about not having this child, it's like, oh, it's blasphemous. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, it's it's a lot of misinformation, I think. But again, it's weird. And like, I feel like, like in our culture, like the men are heavily, heavily, like, like they're monitoring the kids. You know what I mean? Like everything is like monitored, like with the men, like we're very like, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the, the fathers, like look at the kids, you know what I mean? You don't even have to say anything. They're just like, give you that, like whoosh, look with their eyes and you're like, Oh shit. I'm yeah. gonna get it. You know what I mean? So like with that, you, you, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like that just bred even more sneakiness. Cause you're like, how are you going to, if you kind of almost feel shamed without them shaming you about sexuality. Cause I mean, whether you like to, you know, admit it or not, like 12 or 13, that's, you know what I mean? Like that's, Mm -hmm. oh damn, something's going on. This is weird. And at least for me, like I wasn't like, Hey mom, Hey dad, you know, it was cause it was weird. It's like, we didn't talk about it. And it's one of those things where like, as a parent, you know, that's going on. Yeah. You're like, Oh, right around this age type deal, but it's silence. No, no talking of it at all. Exactly. You know, and then it's weird as a kid for me feeling weird, but I, in my situation, I was kind of like, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to make my parents feel weird. Yeah. Like you, you don't want that. It, the co- awkwardness. That's the other thing too. And like, that's huge in our, it's like confrontation is like you avoid it at all costs. Yeah. You do not, like I, I will do anything to avoid this conversation. Cause it's like, okay, okay. I just, I'm just not going to do it type deal. Yeah. But also like these stereotypes of, you know, young teen pregnancies within our, our community, just within the Latino community is huge, but it's like, Nobody ever wants to talk about it. it's like why why does it why is this happening so much because nobody is talking to these you know young men and women about about all of this nobody's ever talking to them like these are your options and you know whether whatever they decide there's always either a consequence or like get out you know or like that's yeah. that's that's the consequence it's like you are cut off you know and then it all and it's weird because like you said it stems in and out of you know religion it stems in yeah. you know because it's like it's insane because there's so much to it, you know, it's like, and, and all it takes is something really simple, you know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it kind of just was like taught to me, not taught, but like it was first mentioned to me by my grandma who raised me by the way. Not, I mean, my mom raised me obviously, but like, like we're said, like we said, you know, like my mom used to work, you know, my dad used to work and all that. So my grandma after school, she would watch my cousins and I, you know? So, I mean, she predominantly like, kind of like, you know, we had to pray the rosary every day type deal. Or if we didn't, we said a prayer or, you know, she was like really like heavily into like, uh, instilling, you know, certain things us. And one of those was, I remember her telling me, I think when I was going to go into like junior high or something like that. And she made it, I can't remember it word for word, but something along the lines of like, Oh, like don't start, don't start, uh, getting girlfriends and don't start, you know, going out with women. You know, it's, it's really bad. Uh, the Lord's watching you. And I was like, what? Obviously all this was in Spanish, but, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and, and I just remember thinking like, what, what, what are we talking? What? 
Like, you know Which what I mean? It's crazy because look at it, we're talking about religion and that's oh, that right there is yep. instilling fear. Yeah. Well, so by, well, I mean, you know what I mean? Which is crazy. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, be, I'm not blaspheming and I'm not, I'm not going to get go too, too much. I mean, we should use, uh, we should touch on this eventually, but the, the Catholic religion is fear-based like, cause I mean, you're taught to fear the Lord. Oh, you're taught, yeah. Everything is like, it's like fear. you're being watched. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. So like, you know, Latinos don't realize that like we were taught this religion because we were conquered by the Spaniards and Spaniards were, if you don't, uh, if you don't follow our religion, we're pretty much going to kill, kill you. you. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that fear stems from, you know? And that's where that, like, I, I feel like it's like a very fearful thing. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, but you know, as far as like my grandma and stuff like that, it was, it was just, it's very like the at least for me my my experience with my grandma was very fear based. Like, uh, let me give you an example. So, I lived with my grandma. Uh, I think a total of like two three years. Um, and this is true. Uh, we lived we lived close to a mountain on a cul de sac or like a hill. I'm sorry, on a cul de sac. So like above the hill was a motor motorhome complex, and then my grandma's house was on the bottom, and we were in a cul de sac. Uh, one night I heard uh, a bunch of uh, like ruffling outside. Like I heard a bunch of people like you know arguing, and I was like, oh shit, you know. So I peeked out my window and I couldn't see anything. So I'm like, oh shit. So I went to the front gate, and all the lights were off. You know, it was about like nine o'clock, and. It was, it was a a gang fight, I guess you could say. Like they were arguing and like there was like, because it was obviously there was two sides, you know, Mm. and they were arguing back and forth. And then like my grandma came out and was like, oh no, mijo, like don't go out there, you know? And I was like, oh, you know, no, I'm not. I'm just watching what's going on. And all of a sudden they start (laughs) fighting. It was crazy. Like they started like legit like fighting and my grandma's like, oh, Chris was just out there for the world star video. Oh, for sure. But I mean, (laughs) this was like back, you know, this is what, 2009, 2010. So like, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, they're going at it. And they start fighting. And I just remember, like I told my grandma, I'm like, oh, like I'm going to call the cops. Like, this is crazy. Like they're going at it. And like me thinking, I'm like, oh man, someone's going to get knifed or something. You know what I mean? And my grandma's like, no, 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 mijo. Like don't call the, don't call the police. No llamas la policia, you know, because she thought that if they can trace, they can trace your call back, and that these gang members were going to come back and mess her house up. Yeah. So she was super scared. And what ended up happening, and this is true, some guy jumped over the wall, ran down the hill with a forty in his hand. And I remember like looking, I'm like, damn, look at this guy just coming out of nowhere, ran down the hill and cracked some dude in the face, shattered the bottle on this dude's face, and the dude just like went cold and went on the ground (laughs) and then the ambulance came and then my grandma told me not to go out there when the ambulance came because then some of the gang members might see that like we're going out there to help one side so stay inside like that's how like paranoid so now stemming back to that first episode now you can see why i'm so paranoid dude (laughs) you know what i mean so that was like one instance where i'm like whoa dude like not only was that crazy outside but when i actually like dissected i'm like man my grandma's like really terrified in her own house yeah, you know what it's, I mean? crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it you're definitely top taught to like keep to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Which it, again, it goes back to like there's so many things. And mind you, if anybody out there has like any of these, we'll definitely put a, a a little box so you guys can you know give us more of these. But like you know any of these like um, stereotypes or you know stigmas around the Latino culture. Um, if you're not Latino, you you're you're more than welcome to also you know chime in and kind of let yeah. us know all that stuff. What's but, your Latino experience? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just stemming back to, you know, your story, like, like it's, everything is like fear-based, you yeah, know, like fear, heavy fear. what do you, what do you, you know, what do you tell kids? No, no, porque te va a agarrar el, te va a agarrar la policía. You know what I mean? Like you're, Dude. everything is like 
don't do that because this person's going to get you. <laughs> but even don't it, but, do that because this even, guy's going to steal you. You know, even something positive. Like my grandma wanted to give me money sometimes. You know, like oh, compra algo, mijo. But like she used to like sneak it off like a drug dealer. Like you know, yeah. give me like a hug and then give me my hand here, mijo. And then she like, I'm like what the? <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I look down, I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, grandma gave me 20 bucks and I was a dollar, but you know, it's fine. You know, thanks grandma. Shout out to my grandma. <laughs> but yeah, no, every, even something like, so as innocent as that, you know what I mean? But I like going back to like my grandma raising me, cause that's heavy in the Latino culture. You know, your grandparents kind of like get the reins while your parents are at work, you know? And at least for me, I don't know about discipline and all that in other households, but like, damn, my, living at my grandma's was like a fucking Rambo movie, dude. <laughs> Like, well, I have to say though, for you it's different because it's all boys. Yeah. And mind you, like I, Chris and I have been dating. Obviously, in in a month it'll be five years. So yeah. I I know his family pretty well, and it's literally all boys over there, <laughs> like all boys. So like when I go, I get you know I you know you obviously the girls will gravitate towards the girls, and the boys will all go hang out right. and have their beer or whatever. And it gets rowdy. and I'm and it I'm with rowdy. all the girls, you know, and all the girls are the wives or you know the girl friends and stuff which that's i mean everybody's great which i love but i can only imagine your poor grandmother dealing with like all of these boys oh my gosh dude we were the worst so like (laughs) here let me just give you a story just to kind of like show you guys how how my family rolls one we used to uh terrorize my grandma by like we were we were like you know travesuras we'd go on the roof and we got like plastic bags and like you know how they have the two the two holes we were like we were kids we were little little you know what i mean and we were like hey these seem like really good parachutes so let's jump off the roof with our arms in these bags and plastic bags and it'll work out fine i mean luckily no one broke an arm or like sprained anything but yeah we used to jump off the roof with those bags and like my grandma like when she found out what was going on she's like oh my gosh and she would like you know try to like you know give us the el cinto you know the belt you know what i mean or like discipline you know so like but we were such like little little shits that like she would try to catch us and we would run away. So it was literally like, you know, kind of like a suspense thriller in our minds. We're like, oh my, where's grandma? Oh my gosh. And like one by one, like, well, like I remember like there was this one time we were like running by like the screen door and I'm like, oh no, no, you go first, you go first. So my other cousin goes first, nothing happened. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And then I run by and nothing happens. But like my heart was beating so fast. And we're like looking back. We're like, come on, she's not here. No. And then my, my other cousin starts running by and my grandma just like pops out of the screen door, snatches him up like Texas Chainsaw Master style, just whoosh, grabs him and then like closes the door. And then we just hear like, ah. Like, you know, him getting the bell. We're like, oh. Dude, I secretly think that this is why I like going over to your grandma's house because she tells me these stories. Like, I think now it brings her so much joy because she yeah. was like, oh, like all my grandkids, they were so little and they, I had them all here and they, all the boys were here and stuff. But then she like will be like, oh, yeah, you should have seen it. Man, they did this when something about like you guys went and put, put your hands in the mud and put your handprints all over the house. Oh, yeah, we decided to be a good idea to flood the backyard and there was a big mud patch. So we like, were like, oh, mud. And then we put our handprints literally all over the all whole around house. the whole house. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And just all these stories. But, you know, shout out to, yeah, great, uh, great grandma P. We, we call yeah. her great grandma P. Her name is Petra, but she's obviously Chris's grandma. But yeah. it, 
she's Penelope's great grandma. So yeah, she is. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's crazy listening to those stories. Yeah, but. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. You know what? After I told that story, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna title this this episode "Night of the Living Abuela" because <laughs> that's seriously how it was. <laughs> that's how it went down. But yeah, no, no. Going going back to like the the whole family uh, aspect of it. One in the Latino culture, family's everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. I have yet to meet one Latino that wasn't like you know I'm d- I'm not down for my family. So, I mean, as much as we could talk about the negatives, I guess we'll start off with the positives because family is everything to us. And, you know, like, I mean, say what you will about religion, you know, you can have your, your opinions on it and stuff like that, but it's, it's, it's something that we all share. We all know that, uh, our families are, are rooted in, in religion. Oh yeah. So, you know, with, 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 with that comes everything. But I mean, like I said, like we like to spin things, at least Monica knows this about me. I play devil's advocate all the time, whether I agree with it or not. And I, I, I I give my side later, but I always ask the questions to kind of stump Monica just to kind of get the wheel spinning. No, he does it to piss me (laughs) off. But I mean, I do it right. I'm sorry, but I do it regardless, but I, I don't know why I've always been like that, but I like to engulf myself in the whole story or the whole argument so I want to know both sides and I want to know that my my opinion and my view on it is like, oh, OK, you know, like, kind of like to verify it for myself. Not that I change it. Like I, don't, I, I, I stick to my guns, but like I love to hear the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I guess that's kind of like rubbing off like with our discussion right now. But like like I said, I mean, positives, you know, like, like family to us. That's why like. If you know like your Latino friends or if you are Latino, you know that like your cousins, dude, those are like your day one homies. Those are your friends. Those are your, you know what I mean? That's why yeah. I, I can see why like, you know, Latino, like uh, Latino parents are like, no, you're because I mean, you, you're, were you allowed to sleep over? Like, no, yeah, so, that was like a thing. Like you could yeah. not like. The first of all, you asked to spend the night and it was like rare. So like I remember spending the night at friend, at friends at my cousin's house for sure. Yeah. But it was like also not that known. Also because one time I spent the night at my cousin's house and that's when the 94 earthquake hit, oh, damn. which was like crazy. Right. But the one thing that Latino parents will tell you is they don't let you spend the night. Why? Because... Tú tienes tu cama en tu casa, which means you have your own bed at your own house. Yeah. So you cut, you come home, right? If it was a friend, never. I don't remember spending the night at any friend's house. Maybe when I was like in my mid twenties, yeah. when I was like, oh, I'm too drunk, I'm gonna stay here. You know what I mean? But <laughs> never spending the night was You're not. Like, Sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah, you never spend the night like at other people's houses or anything like that. That was like a huge thing. I want to say that that's that's exclusive to uh, females though, because. Is like for me it wasn't an issue I mean Oh no because That's true Because my yeah. brother um, Who you know We were only a year apart Right But he used to spend the night At like friend's house And stuff too And I'd be like Wow like that's not fair You know Yeah like, see but, but that probably Ties back into like The whole sexuality thing You know what I mean Like uh, we're, we're, like limit the amount Of like interactions That that even can happen Yeah You know what I mean Because like At least for Latinos I guess that is, it is a flaw in ours But it's like one of those Like you know the men Like uh, I, we never got the sex talk But it's like uh, It's fine It's Go fine, ahead and do yeah. it But like for but, the female it's like you're not gonna get the sex talk either, but we're gonna keep you inside. Yeah, you know and I mean? we're gonna like be extra hard on you, yeah. be extra hard on the women when it's like, wait, why wouldn't you just educate the boys? Also, right. you know, educate yeah. the boys as just as much as you're, you know, kind of like nailing all these, you know, th- uh, these, you know, like yeah, sayings yeah, or whatever. You're, you're bringing it women. home with the women, but you don't, you know, kind of do. I, I, I read something today and it was actually, it's really fitting. Uh, it was a post and um, I'm sorry, I can't give credit to who it is. Uh, Cause I don't remember it, but it, it went something along the lines of it's like, 
like when they're talking about girls, like, you know, girls, boys mature more slowly than you make allowances for them. And as opposed to like, no one ever brought up that it was like, boys, girls more mature more rapidly than you. Look at them as, ex- as examples, examples of intelligence and leadership. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not, and it's not, you know, there's always a saying as far as like the women, there's like, like calladita mas bonita. So like you're the the more the less you say the better you look basically yeah. which is like so from the beginning you know young young girls when right. we're supposed to be the ones who are empowering them we're the ones that are supposed to be you know like giving them a platform to do big things because clearly women are capable of doing big things like you know we don't we tell them to keep to themselves and keep quiet which is you know so unfortunate it's so unfortunate because how many people have we you know like quieted how many people have we like how many women have we you know like and then it's crazy because chris and i now obviously we have penelope and we think like i I would do anything to help her grow and help her blossom into something that she went you know she wants to be and always always speak her mind and say things that she feels and say things that she you know wants and all that stuff and you know how everybody always says that like Latina women are so emotional and all like that. And now, like, I own that shit. I tell Chris, because even when him and I argue, Chris is like, oh, like, no, why are you crying? And I tell him, (laughs) I... I said, I cry no matter what. I said, yeah. you can ask my sister right now. The, if they if they even say like, yeah, Monica, you're really sensitive. I'll start crying and be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but now I like own it. Like I am 50% sad girl and 100% badass. Ugh. So yes, I am. Yes, I am. Ugh. I do not keep quiet. I will say what I need to say. And, you know... And I, I just keep against it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but speaking, speaking from the male perspective on that, like I do have a daughter and not that I, not that I, I, I don't treat my daughter any different than if I would have had a son. I mean, yep. and, uh, it's, it, Monica knows this because I, I wrestle with my daughter because I remember saying like, first off, I mean, now I can't imagine my, my world without my daughter, but I originally wanted a son. I think it's because I thought it would be easier you know what I mean? And it's like one of those things where like the more I educated myself, I'm like, damn, I just need to step my game up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, why was I thinking like that? Like, you know what I mean? Even if I did have a son, I should instill those values. I should talk to him about it. But I feel like from a, from a male perspective on this, it's like, I think it's my duty uh, to bring light to this, but more importantly, to break the cycle. Yeah. Break the cycle that... Mm, you, no, yes, no, but I'm, yeah, that. man, I'm not doing it like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But like, like for real though, because it's, it's, it's like that toxic masculinity, like, dude, like... One, I grew up super anxious, you know what I mean? Because all the males that I I, I I was surrounded by, you know, in my childhood, like they, they were like that, you know what I mean? And it wasn't, it wasn't okay to show emotion, you know? Yeah. So like, I just remember like I had to like keep it in, you know? Like, I, cause I remember like, I'm like, man, I'm sad, but I, 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 no one around me is sad, so I can't be sad. Yeah. You know? Or, or like for men, it's like, no, like don't cry because it'll make you look weak. And and Chris knows this because I tell him all the time, like if I see that he's not in a good mood and he's getting anxious, I literally, and anybody who knows me, I tell them like, when's the last time you cried? When's the yeah. last time you like actually like sat down and cried? I make it a point to cry all the time. And Chris knows this also because most of the time he thinks I'm crying because <laughs> I'm mad at him, which, you know, sometimes I am, but other times I just need to, like, that is, it's so important to cry. And I tell everybody this, like, you need to take the time because if you're Mr. or Mrs. Badass over here and you're like, I don't need to, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to do this. Like, oh, 
honey, everybody's got problems. Everybody's got problems. So if you think you have no problems, that is probably the biggest problem. That's the problem. That, it is. Yeah, that yeah. is the problem. And, like, and answering your question, you want to know when the last time I cried? When? Two nights ago when I watched Hook. Oh, Great oh movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing he, he movie. <laughs> He's like, it's so good. Dude, oh my God. watch Hook, dude. Because, I mean, dude, I, everything from, I mean, as you get older, like, you know, when you're a kid, dude, the days, didn't, didn't the days seem so longer when you're a kid? Yeah. Like the days would never end. And it's like, I can relate so much to Captain Hook because it's like, dog, that crocodile is chasing me with that clock, dude. But Father Chris is time so method- is- Yeah. Chris is so methodical when it comes to that Yo. stuff. He like thinks about one thing and you're like, oh my God, like it's Peter Pan. Like it's a metaphor for time. Like we don't have that time. Yeah, and I'm he like- wants to be a boy forever. I mean, like he wants to be a kid forever. Who doesn't want? Yeah, man. Peter, honestly, the movie Peter or Hook is dope, but like Peter Pan itself, it's super deep, man. Like when you really take like everything, you know, from it, like, you know, the crocodile, they fed the uh, Captain Hook's hand to the crocodile. It's like time takes chunks out of you at a time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like obviously <laughs> now I'm now I'm like overanalyzing, but no, no, no. I mean, going back to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I cried at Hook, so. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy because <laughs> I remember I remember getting into an argument um, with someone and it was like it really took a toll on like a lot of people in my life. And so when we finally were like, OK, well, everybody's clearly upset about, you know, you know, this argument going on. And I remember being told that, well, you, nobody's ever right with you or whatever, because you start crying and then everybody feels sorry for you. And oh, I shit. yeah. And so that. One, uh, again, it made me cry. And <laughs> and two, I think, how how much, like, masculinity do you, like, like how toxic of a masculinity do you think it is? Because you're so threatened by me crying that, oh, like, I can't get in a word with you, Monica, because the moment you start crying, everybody feels sorry for you. And I'm like, what? Like, how is that? How, no, what? The, so you're threatened because I'm crying? Like, no, say what you got to say. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You might not be able to understand me because I'm crying, but I'm going to say what I got to say. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so like, so like, I'm not, I'm not using it as an excuse, but you can't fault uh, Latino men. Uh, I mean, I feel like it is changing, you know, everyone around me, like. I fault them. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying, I, I feel like little by little we are, you know, getting kinks in the chain and we're, we're breaking away from it. But like, you know, from a young age, it's like, you know, work hard, keep your nose down, work hard and, and, and take care of your family. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Mexican men, like we're, we're, we're just machismo, you know, it's tough. Like that's it. Toughness. And like, along with that, like comes like, we don't know how to, uh, how to like address our problems. So that's what I, I feel personally, I think that's why alcoholism is a huge, huge oh, thing yeah. in our culture as well. Cause it's like, you know, you, you've heard the term before, just drink your problems. You know what I mean? Like it's fine. But that, that's the thing. It's like, dude, you don't realize that like the demons that you're, you're, you're drinking and you know, those motherfuckers can swim, dude. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And right when that liquor's dried up, they're right there they're again, right, they're right. you know? So like, we don't really face our problems. We just kind of like numb them with the booze. And I feel like, you know, they go hand in hand. So yep. like a lot of our, a lot of our, problems within our culture can kind of be traced to like just the very beginning it's like be, like our what we're taught you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's like that's why like i feel like now we're kind of progressing you know latinas are, are making their mark you know college wise you know what i mean it's because you know like males again it's like yeah, college why are you gonna do that just go work you yeah. know what i mean get, get a head start oh, in the workforce yeah. you know what i mean so it's like which which to you know to their uh, you know to their point like that's how it was back then. You just had oh, to sure. work. You know what I mean? No. We didn't have the luxury of like people talking to us about school and colleges. Yeah. I mean, look at all the, there's so much history within the Chicanos, you know, look at the Chicano riots, look at all that stuff. Like why did all that happen? You know, why did they, why did they make all the women take home ec? 
and and the men take mechanics. Why? What did they? Because they wanted the men to fix the cars. Right. And these were this is just Latinos. Like these are just you know brown people. You know br- black and brown people. That's what they wanted. They wanted the men to go fix cars and you know be the laborers. Right. And the women, what were they doing? They were in home ec. Why? Because they wanted them to cook and to clean right. and all that stuff. So it's like that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And I feel like when you ask your like your your. Uh your elders, you know, uh, like your Diaz, Diaz, your grandma and stuff like that. That's why they have such tough stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, the, the, the common consensus, I mean, I'm sure there's like, you know, you sprinkle a couple of people that had money, but I mean, the common consensus is like a lot of people didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they had to work, you know, shout out to them because like they had to work and they had to scratch for every piece of thing that they had. I think that's why Latinos are so prideful when it comes to their homes. And when it yep. comes to like the like ownership of what they have is because they st- they didn't start out with that. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's, yeah, it, they worked their ass off for the stuff that they had. No, for sure. And it's, and, and it, and a it's lot awesome. Of time, yeah. And a lot of times they didn't have the opportunity. Like there's a lot of people who don't have that privilege who can say like, oh, I worked sure. my ass off, you know, like this whole American dream thing, like is the most, is the biggest sham ever because like why? <laughs> no, I think I, I yeah, I mean if you want to if you want a good example, I think you can take Chavez Ravine. So you have a bunch of, you know, ma- the majority Latinos uh living where Dodger Stadium is at now and they tore it down uh to build a stadium and then they promised these people homes and didn't give it to them. So it's kind of like it's it's kind of like a it's it's almost poetry in the saddest way because it's like who are the people who, that are the uh, biggest Dodger fans? And I'm, and, I'm not, Latinos. and I'm not shading Dodger fans. I mean, I'm an Angels fan, but I'm not shading Dodger fans at all. I'm, I'm just being real. I'm being super real. And it's like, at first, Latinos weren't Dodger fans, but the Dodgers organization was smart because who did they bring in to, to the organization to kind of get that Latino flavor back? Uh, yeah. Venezuela, Fernando yeah. Venezuela. And it's like, everyone remembers him. And that's why it kind of like, they like very methodically, like you kind of just forgot about that. You kind yeah. of forgot all these people don't have homes and we're just like, tough it up, tough luck, bro. And, Here's and, some money, deal with it. Yeah. And it's so crazy because uh, Latinos and Los Angeles go hand in hand. Yeah. I, I love this city. Yeah. The low rider you know? culture. Yep. The low rider culture, downtown LA, everything. It's so like, it comes hand in hand. And mind you, I love it. Right. I love LA. Yeah. It, it, it has it disappointed me in many ways. Absolutely. It's broken my heart. You know what I mean? Like, but I love it. Why? Because like my, like my roots are here. You know what I mean? Right. Also, I mean, just historically, it's just, it's stolen land. So you are in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so just going to throw that out there. But anyway, when it comes to Chicano studies, you know, like obviously like that was my minor. I minored in Chicano studies from, um, UCLA. And when I, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and what, first thing, you know, we walked into, you can ask anybody, especially here in, in, in mission, like Los Angeles mission college, like community college where I went, you know, the moment anybody walked in with an LA hat at a Chicano studies class, that's the first thing they're going to tell you. Like, they're like, like, do you know, like, do you know? Because so many Latinos were displaced, displaced when they built, you know, Dodger stadium, just like Chris said. And, and we forgot about it. Like we forget that, you know, that's why there's, you know, like places like that, you know, places like Chavez Ravine. And, and I mean, they literally dragged people out of their houses. Yeah. There's that famous picture where the, where the cops have that uh, lady and they're dragging her out of her house. And she was like, I'm not going to leave. So the cops went in, dragged her out and they had a bulldozer right next to her house so that they knew she was going to run back into her house. So they pulled her out, bulldozed her house so she couldn't run in. And that was it. So basically the city of Los Angeles promised them all these, you know, we're going to build this building and, you know, put you guys in, 
in a Housing, house yeah. and and that never happened. So all these people were displaced. So Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just a sad history when you really look at it and I mean, I guess that's kind of why we're bringing it to light because you know, it's it, whether you, you know, it's, it's as beautiful as our culture is. And it's, it's, it's also very sad, you know? And when you do break down our flaws, they're not, they're not small at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, just like I said with, I mean, like I can only relate to like the, the male, uh, experience because I, you know, I am obviously, um, but, uh, it, 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 I feel like that overbearing, uh, father, uh, type, uh, it breeds anxiety and a lot of people don't realize, but like, you know, anxiety and depression go hand in hand, you know? And mm-hmm. like I said, when you don't know how to deal with these, when you, when you, when you weren't taught as a kid, how to deal with these, it, it, it can lead to some pretty, pretty serious problems. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, it, it shouldn't be like that, you know, yeah. like with, with, with the badass culture that we have, man, we have, we have a lot to be happy about. You know what I mean? I mean, sure. Like I said, it's, we, we got, we have a we history, have a lot of work to do. No, we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, just be happy you're in this country, you know, all these other countries are shitty, but it's like, that's why I am the way I am. And, and I have these views because it could be better. Yeah. Why and not? Why not make it the best it can be? Because that's what we're, uh, you know, Americans. You know, yeah. be the best you can be. Well, okay. Let's let's start with home. And it's such a Latino thing to just be like, why are you upset about that? You should be happy about this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So again, yeah. suppressing feelings, putting them, making you like yeah, they're not validated. Yeah. I mean, and I can and I can I can personally attest to that. Where it's like, you know, I'm like, I feel like this or like that. Well, you shouldn't because back in my day when I was growing, yeah. And it's like, dude, well, you're you're invalidating my me. We're yeah. talking about me right now, and I'm not trying to be selfish, but it's like. You know, like, damn, like, this is real shit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's 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 just kind of, like, crushed, you know, like, before it even starts, so. And you have to remember, it's a different generation, so the problems we have now are completely different than before, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, for sure. It's just, it's one of those things where it's, you know, uh, yeah, like, by the time my mom was my age, she already had three kids, you know, and I'm like, man, like, I don't know that I'd be able to have three kids already that are right. already, you know, like, pretty, you know, like, older, like, in their, what, teens and stuff, so, I mean, I have a... You know, Penelope's what one and a half. So I mean, I couldn't even imagine it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's it's crazy to even think about that. But it that's that's also the reason, like how you said, like but all these but, things, like pushing feelings away, yeah. like that's what causes like alcoholism, and that's why in our Latino culture there are a lot of flaws, like domestic violence, like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like well, that all goes of this with stuff. alcoholism teen, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? teen like, pregnancies. Like why? Because you because you can't muster up the courage to sit your kids, you know, or sit them down and be like, hey. This is this is what this is. This is what this does. You know, this is why this is bad. This yeah, is why it's, it's, we do this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but I mean, like like I said, like I mean, at least me. Like I know it's gonna be tough, but it's like I gotta do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like talking about sex is never easy. Like you know what I mean, like it's like one of those things where like try to, you know going up to your parents right now and just talking about like a sex scene in a movie. It's yeah. awkward. No, it is. And, or even when you're watching a movie and the sex scene comes out, there's always that awkward, like, uh, the tension. Like, I mean, it, it is natural. You know, there's that awkward tension and there's that awkward, like, feeling about it. But it's like, you know, that that's fine and all, you know, watching movies and stuff like that. But, like, in order to, you know, kind of, like, uh, make your child's experience a little better, because that's what we're here for, ultimately. Yeah. We're here to make their life easier than than we had it right but i mean along the lines they have to learn their own you know their own lessons and all that and i think that's the hardest pill to swallow as a parent speaking you know freely but you know you you kind of have to like you have to do it Mm -hmm. they they have to they have to hear it from someone and i'd rather them you know hear it from me and actually get like you know my experience and you know facts other than you know other Mm -hmm. classmates and it's like well i mean what were we talking about the other day where like you know uh the the 
penis or the ball. Remember in the the, the mom? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go ahead, tell I, that. Oh, so yeah, so we. Uh, there's this awesome um, podcast also that I that I listen to. But anyways, so she, on her stories on Instagram, she was talking about her daughter who said, who said, oh, she hit, she got hit in the she got hit in the balls. And then uh, the mom was like, wait, what? What did you say? And she's like, in the the balls or whatever. And she's like, do you know what that is? And she's like, it's the penis. And then she the mom was like. <laughs> No, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's completely. She's like, we're gonna have this conversation later. She's like, but no, it's not. See, but so, so, something so simple as that, like that, that miscommunication, because you know, someone told her from her class, like, oh, it's the penis. Yeah. And they're like, oh, cool, we know now. You and know this is I- how bad information ends up. You know, with kids are like, oh yeah, that's the penis, and I'm like, no, no yeah, no, no dude. No. <laughs> so, but just like, a, like a, something so simple like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, dude, that's crazy. Because, mm-hmm. like, let's just say. That's, I mean, we'll, we'll take that as an example, dude, imagine if no one tells her and then like later on she's, you know what I mean? Like she's talking to like a group of adults or something and just like embarrasses herself. Just, you know, oh yeah, the, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, the ball, oh, yeah, the testicle, yeah, the penis. Yeah. And they're like, dude, what the fuck? Are you being serious? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. damn dude, like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like it kind of just kind of gets overlooked you know, but I mean, yeah. it's really important. Yeah. I think, I think I have to say too, just because I feel like I had to figure out a lot on my own. Um, because I, and I take ball into just because I didn't want to have that conversation, you know, I'm very open. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can now be like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something like, what about this? You know? But when I was younger, obviously I didn't want to do that because I didn't, not because I felt uncomfortable, but because I didn't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. You yeah, know, as you get older, your parents kind of become your friends, you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. there's no, there's no more like, Oh my God, you're, you're, you're my dad. And that's the, like now it's yeah. like, Oh damn, what's up pops? You know what I mean? It's like, you, you're, you're more lax. Yeah. But me being like open, like, you know, the way I am, I felt it like as I had a duty of, you know, being that person for like my siblings or for my younger cousins or whatever, because they all know that they can come to me and, you know, Hey, confidentiality is, is always there. Like, I'm never going to be like, I'm telling your mom, unless I, you know, obviously, unless it's like, you know, dangerous or whatever, I'm obviously, you know, all hands on deck. Like I'm here to help. But, um, but yeah, like I'm here to answer any questions of what I know and shit. I learn new things every day too, you know, because, I, I'm I'm in my 30s now, so you know they're a younger generation, so they know new things that I was like, oh shit, I yeah, never you know knew. that. Now? I never <laughs> I never knew that, or like new things, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So if you're not learning, you're not living, man. Yeah, so you gotta. I, that's my thing. If I and Chris knows, if I can go to stay in school for the rest of my life, I would quit my job and just be in school forever, get my master's, get my PhD. I love that shit. But yeah, it's crazy because going back to what Chris says, you know, all of this stuff, like not knowing and kind of going through life with all, it, it does cause anxiety. It does cause depression. Yeah. And that's the other thing that causes a huge stigma. The moment anybody talks about, you know, going to therapy, that's like a big no, no, because the moment you're going to therapy, that means that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Or like and you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Or you're crazy. And it's like, that is huge because I, I remember posting something on my Instagram saying like, if I win the lottery, like all my friends, I'm buying all of y'all therapy sessions because we all going to be living it up. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's true. If I win tomorrow, like, guess what? Who wants therapy? I'm gonna get you all the best doctors and, you know, probably going to be, you know, Latino or person of color. You know, I'm gonna hook y'all up. No, no problem. But, you know, it's, there's just such a stigma. Like I, you know, everybody's like, why, like, why do you, why therapy? What's the big deal? Like, and it's not, it's not a big deal. It's, it's a great resource. It's a great tool. And maybe it wasn't around as much back then, but now that it is, it's 
for a reason. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. no, for sure. And, and, and just going back to all that, it's like, dude, we advocate being friends with your kids. Cause that's awesome. You know what I mean? Everyone should have that relationship. What we do not advocate is, you know, doing it to a fault. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be my kid's friend so much that you forget to be a parent. Yep. You know what I mean? Like there's also that, that like, uh, you got to keep that, that healthy balance. You know yeah. what I mean? And like I said, we're not professionals. We're not over here. We're not, I'm not Dr. Phil. You know, I have a, you know, I could talk and I have a PhD to back it up, but I'm saying we use our, we use our personal examples, you know, as examples, yeah. you know, our, 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 our And life. also we're, we're new parents. Again, our yep. daughter's not even two yet. I mean, we're learning as we go, but you know, we are here to, you know, we have a platform, whether it be small or, or, or big, you know, we're here to break those molds and, you know, break these stigmas and, you know, talk about it. Like, yeah, let's and you, and talk use, about and it. And use our platform for, uh, you know, good. Which, speaking of which, uh, we we did it this past weekend, uh, you know, Small Business Saturday. Support your local uh, small businesses, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> We can't yeah, stress so, that enough. <laughs> yeah. So I know we mentioned it a while back. We like to kind of just shout out small businesses, especially, you know, close friends of ours and, you know, and that, that sort of thing. So definitely keep an eye out on our Instagram on Saturdays where we're shouting out, you know, some, some cool, some cool businesses. And a lot of them actually came up during, um, quarantine. Like a lot of these businesses, you know, kind of rightfully were so, born, man. Yeah, were people born need from to, being home, which yeah, is people great. need to do something, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, that's, it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big thing. We'd love to hear more on, you know, what you guys think. Let us know what those, you know, stigmas are. I know just from the top of my head right now, what were you talking about? Like, um, therapy was a big one, you know, you know, having the, the awkward talks was another yeah, one. Uh, having, um, a, having a huge family, having huge family, uh, alcoholism, yeah. alcoholism huge, is huge. But yeah, get, let, let us know guys, give us your examples, you know, and, um, you know, we're, we're here to talk to man. If you guys want someone to talk to and you know, you guys are feeling anxious or whatever, honestly, you guys could reach out and we can, we can talk to that. We're, we're here for that. Like we're all for that. We're just, we're just all for just overall wellness and yeah. well-being. Um, with that being said, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, we got a few coming up this week. Um, you know, as our little, our little podcast is growing, you know, we, we definitely do love, uh, criticisms. We love, uh, feedback. We love you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, hit us up about this. I know that this one was a very, like, it's a huge topic and I told but we got to touch on it. Yeah. I told Chris, this is a huge topic. I mean, we can talk about this for like two hours, so we're definitely going to, you know, continue this another time. Um, we'd like to get more like things to kind of just specifically talk about so that we're not kind of all over the place. Cause here we talked about everything, but, um, we'd like to kind of dissect it and kind of get more into it just cause I think it's important. And I think it's something we definitely need to talk about and continue to talk about and, you know, break these molds again and the stigmas and, and move our, you know, our beautiful culture and our traditions forward in a, in a place where it's healthy for everyone. Yeah. So, and even if you're not Latino, uh, we want to hear about your culture too. What yeah. was your experience? You know, like we, we, we want to hear it all, but, um, yeah, that's it. That's going to be it for us guys. Thanks so much for listening. And like I said, kick ass, uh, this week, you know what I mean? Drink water, kick yeah. ass and just uh, be beautiful, man. Yeah. See you guys soon. Thank you so much. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.